The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangon, here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, We have a nice slate, 15 games. Uh, Let's just dive right in, uh, because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, Very interesting slate overall. So, uh, you know, just fasten your seatbelts, and let's get ready to rock. We got the first game up. We got the New York Yankees, Baltimore Orioles. We got Sonny Gray and Andrew Kashner. This is a 10-run total. Um, You saw this game yesterday. Uh, Again, another game to attack if the weather is good. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be. I heard there were rumors that it wasn't going to, but now I'm looking at Ross' report on the game, and uh, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of green. It looks like this game is going to be good to go, going to be 85 degrees out, wind blowing out. I mean, Andrew Kasher is someone that we want to target in DFS. We want to get a ton of exposure to. Uh, load up the bats. You can play them all. Every single Yankee is firmly in play. Looking at... Uh, Cashner stats, XFIP 5.19. I mean, the hard contact has been a little bit better at 30.5% to each. That's in uh, 2017. Let's just pull up 2018 only. I like to use those numbers now. Uh, this year, the hard contact still against righties is actually 28.4, and then against lefties is 48.2. So he's definitely having more struggles against uh, lefties for the hard contact, but still struggling against both, right? Uh, Woba against the righties, uh, 375. Woba's against lefties. 370 so overall i mean cash is someone you want to target you heard this yesterday uh just load up on the yankee bats one of my favorites uh especially FanDuel specific because he's just too cheap over there is uh is greg bird he's just too cheap for his price so uh make sure to get some exposure to him over there uh, still has a pretty good price tag too on fantasy draft at 7.8k as well so make sure to get exposure to bird today he's going to be a really good option and just that yankees lineup is a good one to target on the opposite side, like I'm not a big Sonny Gray fan, but uh, I don't know. I'm not interested in the Orioles. It's just too big of a slate yesterday. I didn't mind maybe sprinkling some, but I don't know. I'm kind of off them just because, you know, it's a very big slate, and I just don't think I need to go that route. Uh, if you need to take a Jace Peterson as a value play batting first in cash, I wouldn't hate it, but don't think you have to. And then, like, Manny Machado, if you have the money for him, sure, go for it. But I don't know. Orioles today, I'm going to pass on. Uh, if Chris Davis becomes chalk, I'll be happy because that man is terrible now, and I am not touching him uh, until he somehow starts playing well and proves to me because that guy's been awful. So, uh, yeah, overall, just load up on the Yankee bats in this game. Let's go to the next one. Toronto Blue Jays, Detroit Tigers. We have Jaime Garcia against Blaine Hardy. And you could argue the Tiger stack is an interesting sneaky stack, right, that people won't be on. Uh, I know their prices have uh, gone up a little bit, you could say. Uh, Miguel Cabrera should be in the lineup. We got Nick Castellanos at 4.3. got uh, Miguel Cabrera at 4.4. Goodrum 3.7. McCann at 2.9. I mean, there, there's some really good price tags on these guys. Jacoby Jones at 3K. So, I mean, Jaime Garcia is a guy that I would definitely, you know, be a fan of targeting uh again is it the right slate to do it uh i'm unsure uh it's one of those things where it's you know as you go through things you kind of have to 
see how you're building your lineups and depends on like what kind of pitchers you want but i do think they are a cheap stack that's in play right with all these uh you know high-end pitchers that you could be paying for which we'll get to and we'll talk about i i think they're in play is one of the cheaper stacks that you could consider that could help make things work right because if you're doing a double pay up for pitcher paying up for you know a pitcher and then you have an expensive uh stack with you, maybe like you get a nice three-man stack here so i don't hate it against garcia he's someone that definitely we we do look to target at times uh, the exit this year is at 450. He's, uh, you know, giving up an ISO to 370, or not, not 370, uh, 340 to uh, lefties, 200 to righties. Definitely giving up a, a lot of power. The hard contact against righties is 36.6%. I mean, he's, he's giving it up. So uh, I definitely think targeting Garcia a little bit is not a bad idea. On the opposite side, I mean, Blaine Hardy is someone that we can target too. Uh, this Jays offense, we like to play them when they're going up against lefties. And who are the uh, candidates for that, right? Uh, it's your typical guys. Josh Donaldson, of course, he makes sense. Uh, oh, wait, Donaldson's not going to be in the lineup, it looks like. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he got hurt, and I must have missed that one day. But, uh, yeah, I guess no Donaldson. We look like in our projected lineup, which a uh, little confused about. Yeah, I mean, he just still has calf tightness. I, I don't know. I think it should be fine, but nah, I haven't played many Blue Jays lately anyways. But uh, so did not did not notice that one. I just have not looked at the Blue Jays at all uh, this past week. So uh, anyways, the uh, this lineup, though, uh, Tasker Hernandez, right? He's a guy that I'm going to want to target. Uh, I do think with Donaldson, I lineup that obviously does water down the lineup a little bit. I always like having him in there. When he's not in there, it can be frustrating. Wish I had Steve Pierce, too. He's another guy who's hurt that uh, always mashes the lefties that I like to get exposure to. Kevin Pillar could be an interesting value if he gets that bump in the lineup spot justin smoke he has a really good price tag on you know i think we look to target him i think he's certainly in play on this slate and someone to look at uh and then uh on top of that you got russell martin salarte like they're okay options but i don't know i think it's mainly looking at hernandez pilar and i guess smoke but uh and if donaldson is in the lineup i mean there is a chance he's going to be in there saying it's minor i wouldn't worry too much about it i don't think it's gonna be a long injury but you don't know when he's going to come back from that so uh, yeah, I think that's it for this game. Like I said, I, I prefer the Tiger side uh, a little more than the uh, Blue Jay side because, like I said, I don't love this lineup right now. I'm curious, like I said, when they have injuries and whatnot, they're, they're, what can happen is the uh, the lineups can just be a little bit different and give you some value out of nowhere. So that can obviously help. Maybe guys you weren't expecting on the day that hit towards the top of the lineup. So, All right, next game, Chicago Cubs and the New York Mets. And this is a game I looked at first, and it was uh, a minus 125 total. And now we're getting some reverse line movement and just the line moving the opposite way. Uh, You got the Cubs and Tyler Chatwood. Uh, It looks like, uh, you know, people bet in this game. It looks like the sharper side is liking the Mets a little bit, which is weird because, like I said, I thought Chatwood would be fine. But I know he has had his struggles against lefties, and this is a spot where I could see him struggling a little bit uh i I hope he doesn't though i kind of thought that this you know awful triple a mets lineup would be one that we don't you know we want to keep targeting and like i said i know chatwood hasn't been that great uh, with uh uh, struggling in 2018 5.58 uh xfip he's definitely had his issues with that but still having a nice ground ball rate at 54.2 percent i mean that's what you want to see the the lefties is where you're going to see some problems wobat 356 uh the k percentage is definitely down you know against righties it's 24 percent, but against lefties it's uh 14.8 percent walking a ton of guys he's walking righties at 21.5 percent and lefties at 19.1 percent i mean that's the biggest problem and if he lets people on and then those lefties uh you know get a hold of them that's going to be a problem you know if Conforto, bruce say they walk a guy or cabrera or even nemo like these these top four if any of these guys get walked and he just keeps having troubles uh 
this could be a disaster for Chatwood. Like I said, I, I thought I was going to like the Cubs here, but uh, at least as a whole, I thought may, they maybe had a shot to win this game. thought I'd actually like betting this game today, but I don't know. I'm a little worried now uh, the more I've looked into it. And Chatwood's a guy I just think I'm going to stay away from. Uh, I, the price, you might look at it and say, oh, it looks kind of appealing, but I think even even though this Mets lineup is ugly and it seems like we can play any team, any pitcher against them right now, I think Chatwood's one we should stay away from. But I think we should look at this Mets uh, lineup and really kind of consider it as a pretty good team to look for some uh, decent value here. Like Jay Bruce, he's been really bad, so I'm okay with staying away from him. If you want to stack him and put him in the stack, fine, but don't play him as a one-off. I think that's a, that's a dumb idea at this point. Uh, and if you're going to like, you know, if you want to play this game because Chatwood has all these walk issues, like just stack it up because if he walks guys and then the guy hits a home run, you're going to get all that correlation together so uh nemo cabrera conforto if you want to put bruce in there fine uh adrian gonzalez sure uh i don't know you gotta kind of get creative but obviously nemo cabrera and conforto are like the main three i like and they probably fit for like a nice like five three stack like on uh you know DraftKings specifically and then uh you know if you're playing fantasy draft obviously uh you know you can put them wherever you want for sure uh, on the opposite side, the Cubs, like I, I definitely have interest in their offense against Zach Wheeler. Wheeler is someone that I've definitely been targeting this year, and I, I, I do want to continue to target. He's been, you know, he's been a little bit better, but I still think we can definitely uh, target him. And it's mainly with the lefties, right? Uh, obviously, he's had it. He's done very well against right-handed pit, uh, right-handed hitters. All green if you look at the plate IQ. Everything is green here. Uh, you know, the ISO's down, the woe is down, but lefties is where he has his struggles. So uh, I want to look there. Giving up a 43.6% hard contact. So Ben Zobris, Jason Hayward likely getting that bump up to the two spot. It's probably going to stay there. Uh, Joe Madden, you know, he's got a method to his madness. I was laughing at him yesterday, but he was like, it's just time for Jason Hayward to hit up here. Uh, it was like, that was his quote, I think. It was uh, kind of funny. So uh, I like him a lot moving up in that spot. And like I said, I want to target wheeler with lefties he's one of those lefties i'm gonna look at as just like an interesting value play in my cash games zobris again too i like him anthony rizzo you have to love him here i think he's a great candidate to hit one out tonight and kyle schwarber like all these lefties ian hap i just want to get exposure to them and uh wouldn't mind obviously if you're stacking them up say you are uh obviously you can include chris bryan and wilson Contreras. uh you know i'd probably only make one put one of them in there but just depends on how you're working your stack because uh, like i said i want to get exposure to lefties and that mets uh mets bullpen isn't not that great. Let's go to the next one. We got the Washington Nationals. We have the Atlanta Braves. This is an eight total, and uh, Steven Strasburg against Mike Fultonevich. And I have interest in Strasburg. The Braves definitely have had, uh, you know, without, once they lose Acuna, that obviously hurts them a little bit, but I don't want to go crazy targeting him. It's like these top end pitchers today, they have nice names, but they're not in the greatest spot. So, I'm kind of torn on what I want to do with Strasburg. I think he's in play as a cash game play. He's in play as a tournament play. I think he's a has a fair price, but uh, I'm a little concerned and don't know what I'm doing with him for sure yet. He's not my favorite pitcher on the board today, but he's in play, right? He's in the player pool. I'm considering him. Uh, sorry, I can't give you a stronger take on it. It's just one of those things. I could see myself maybe doing it in cash. I I think it's fine in tournaments because like I think all these top end pitchers are, are fine options to, to pull the trigger on in tournaments. But uh, I don't have a strong stance on what I want to do with him right now. Uh, let's go on and talk about Voltanevich now. I think this is a good spot to target some of these guys like Juan Soto. Uh, I really want to go with the lefties like Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, 
Matt Adams. Uh, like this spot for these guys. Not my favorite spot to just stack up the Nats. I don't think I want to go crazy with them. Looks better for like maybe a mini stack rather than a, a full-on stack. But if you want to full-on stack them, I totally understand. And uh, I'm not playing any Braves bats. But I just want to kind of keep it simple with the Nationals. Don't like, you know, I'm not messing around with these bottom of the other guys like Taylor, Defoe, and Severino who are not the greatest. Next game up, Milwaukee Brewers, Chicago White Sox, Chase Anderson versus Hector Santiago. And uh, I think this is, this might be a cross-off game for me today, just one I don't really want to look to. That's probably wrong, though. I mean, Hector Santiago's there. I should probably get exposure to him on the Brewers' side. I really don't want the White Sox side, though. Sure, Chase Anderson, he's not a great pitcher, but I just don't see myself going with many of these White Sox. Uh, a lot of these righties, I, I prefer once they're against lefties. Uh, sure, if you want to take Moncada as a one-off, I wouldn't hate it, but I don't know. I'm just not looking at these White Sox today. The Brewers, though, are interesting. Interesting. There are good price tags on some of these guys. I don't want it to go overlooked, uh, especially on FanDuel. Like Ryan Braun, still 3.2K. That's a guy that has had a dumb price tag for a while. Wanted to definitely look to get some exposure to him. Hayes Zagalar still, he has a nice price tag at 3.4. Uh, let's see. We got Ryan Braun. He's 4K on DraftKings. Aguilar, 4.3. Uh, fair price tags. Uh, I, I think I'm really going to target with those guys, though. Kane, I like too. And uh, if you want to mix in Travis Shaw, I think you should mix in Travis Shaw because, again, like, sure, he might be left lefty but who cares uh it's travis shaw he's a very good hitter and with that terrible chicago white Sox bowling comes in you're gonna get him under own it's a great idea so yeah and on fantasy draft ryan braun 7.2k just too cheap so braun is definitely gonna be a guy i look to target a lot and uh, should be getting some exposure to today on this slate uh, still haven't had, still haven't had a cross-off game you know i normally try to get them uh, early on out the way but we still don't have that so again pretty good slate uh today let's go on to the next one though like i said uh, just a little exposure to some of these bats not going uh too crazy but that brewer stack is probably the better side and the one you want to get exposure to uh, for sure and uh definitely could be an interesting uh, stack because again they are boom bust i always say that and uh, when they boom they boom so uh, hector santiago is definitely a guy that you can do that against he has had his struggles in the majors uh we'll just pull up the numbers and say it like i said xfit 5.76 uh woba against righties 3.51 iso 273 i mean just had his struggles uh and giving a hard contact at 58.4 percent probably because the 2018 numbers he hasn't had a ton of starts so it's a little skewed with those ridiculous numbers but uh yeah even if you make it with 2017 i mean definitely had uh his issues so uh yeah look to target uh hector santiago a little bit on this slate next game up though cleveland indians milwaukee uh cleveland indians minnesota twins 8.5 total here and we have two really good t pitchers we have carlos carrasco and jose barrios i love jose barrios i'm a big jose barrios fan but i'm not a fan of targeting the indians i would be staying away from uh playing barrios if you think that barrios is a guy that we could target uh just just just, just don't, uh, don't don't be playing him today. It's just not the right slate, not the right matchup. Uh, no Barrios for me. But on the opposite side, Carlos Carrasco, I think it's a really interesting play. Probably the under-owned pitcher on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. But I'll say this, on FanDuel, he's a lot cheaper than everyone else. And uh, I don't like Carrasco more than the other top-end pitchers on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. But on FanDuel... I mean, the conversation, it has to be a conversation about his price. Like, you get Chris Sale at 11K. You have Garrett Cole at 11.4K. You have Carrasco at 9.4K, and then Strasburg at 103 I mean, you're getting a significant discount on, on Carrasco. So he's in the conversation for me as someone to consider in cash, someone to like a lot in tournaments. That 
price might be enough where it just helps you get in the cores bats uh haven't made a ton of lineups yet but like i just remember from the other day playing paxton and playing arenado and story and doll and i you know, I didn't have a lot of money to work with, but I made it work with the value, and it's a 15-game slate. So if you want to jam in the cores bats or any other bats, like Carrasco could be the route to be able to make that work in cash games. I don't know if I'll do it, but uh, it, my first look was just like, man, this is a really interesting route to go and something I'm going to consider, when, especially when lineups are coming out and definitely tinker with a little bit. But uh, because, again, the matchups are kind of tough for the top-end pitchers today. And it's not like the Twins is, uh, you know, an easy matchup today, one that you're just uh, excited about. But uh, I think he is certainly in play and someone to be considering for sure on this slate. I wouldn't want to overlook Carrasco. Uh, I think on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, it's very easy to overlook them today. He could be, uh, obviously, an interesting tournament play. It's tough for me to really uh, do that in tournaments on there. Like, I'm, like I said, People know I'm, I'm a lot more of a cash game guy. I get if you want to pivot over to him, if you like Carrasco a lot and dug into the data and say, hey, you just think it's phenomenal play. Uh, I don't just don't think it's a absolutely phenomenal play where I just want to you know make that pivot. But he is a very talented pitcher. I totally get that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, no bats for me in this game, though. Let's not target the bats. Uh, we can cross those off, uh, off the uh, list. Uh, so we found something to cross off so far. Next game up, Boston Red Sox, Houston Astros, and this is the Battle of the Aces, Chris Sale versus Garrett Cole. This will be a lot of fun to watch. On top of that, uh, give you a little sneak peek uh, to some Roto-Grinders Premium. Uh, you can find this on other, other places, but you know it's nice and easy in our lineup HQ to find. But we got the umpire data, which I obviously like a lot, but uh, you know these guys are both really talented pitchers, and they have extreme pitchers umpires, which uh, I don't think they're guys that need that, but hey, uh, it never hurts to have that, right? And I'd say it definitely helps when you have a matchup against teams that don't strike out a ton. Really good, uh, just talented offenses. So that could definitely help play into their favor a little bit. Uh, I like Sale and Cole. I think they're both really good options today. Uh, It's tough to pick between the two. I think the best route to go, and I know he's an underdog in this game, I think it's Sale, though. Uh, I think Mookie Betts should be back in this lineup. I know they've been talking about it. I've seen it on Twitter a bunch that they're talking about how he should be back soon, and it's one of those things. I think the quote was, if if, it, if this was a September baseball game, uh, he would be playing. Basically, like if it was a race to kind of win the division, he'd be playing games. So this is kind of a big game here. I think it feel like against the Astros, at least a game that you want your big bat against someone like Garrett Cole. So... Uh, I don't know. I think he's going to be in this game. Uh, that's just my take, though. I think uh, I think that also helped that lineup, too. And they don't strike out a ton, right? 18.4% strikeout rate for the Red Sox as a team this year. But on the opposite side, I mean, the Astros can't strike out. It's not like they, they can't do it. Uh, they strike out 22% uh, of the time uh, against lefties. Uh, so, yeah, not, not the biggest sample size on it, but I do think it's going to be a good spot to target with Sale. Like, if you if you tell me to pick one, I'm going with the Chris Sale rally. Like I said, I know Garrett Cole has been phenomenal this year, but I expect him to regress a little bit so far from what he's done. And uh, I'm going to buy in on Chris Sale. I still think Chris Sale is a better pitcher, and uh, he is my number one right now if I can make him work with my bats. That's the question is, can you make him work with your bats though? Because it's not the easiest. But Sale's my number one right now. Uh, it's not my favorite uh, because of the matchup. It's not like this absolute lock and load spot, but I like Chris Sale a lot on this slate. I think he's someone that you want to be paying up for. And if it's from a raw points perspective, he's my raw points guy right now. I think we can keep this simple, guys. Uh, no bats here, though. Uh, I think it's pretty simple. Uh, talk about the pitchers. They're obviously great. They're going to be really good options, but no bats in this game, so we can easily move on to the next one. We have the Oakland Athletics, the Kansas City Royals is a 9.5 total. We got Frankie Montes against Ian Kennedy. 
Looking at Frankie Montes, uh, he looks like a guy I think I'm going to want to get exposure to going forward. Maybe take some shots on when he has good matchups, right? Like in a spot against the White Sox, that'd be fun. Like like that Arizona spot was a good spot. Uh, I don't... I don't think I played that slate or uh, maybe missed it, overlooked, but it would have been a good spot. I, I don't know. It's kind of saying saying it afterwards looks like I'm result-oriented on it, but I think where we want to target him is, is in matchups where we could see them, uh, str- teams that struggle against right-handed pitching, I think we could take shots on him for cheap. Uh, I don't know. The Royals just don't strike out a ton, so I think it's fine to just stay away from him here. Uh, definitely moving the ballparks too, out of the Oakland ballpark. Should hurt a little bit uh, going into Kansas City, but... Um, not a huge uh, difference. I just think the Royals offense is not one I like to target because they don't strike out a ton. So no Frankie Montes for me. And on the opposite side, Ian Kennedy, I mean, he can have his struggles, gives a ton of fly balls. That is his MO. He's a fly ball guy. And man, we, we could get Chris Davis with a K back here, it looks like. So he's interesting. Matt Olson, like him and his price. Jed Lowry, like him a ton. Matt Joyce in a good spot. I mean, I want all the A's here in tournaments. I think they're a really great tournament stack, getting them out of that ballpark into Kansas City where it's going to be 92 degrees. Man, like, I think the A stack is such a good sneaky stack today. One that you, I think it's one you want to get exposure to. They have so much boom bust upside. Sure, if it, if it doesn't hit, you, you just move on to the next day, wash your hands clean. Uh, but uh, that upside for them is incredible, right? If you get, like, eight athletics runs like you're getting a lot of home runs there and uh, i think there's a spot where you can get a big game from them so i like the a's a lot think they're a team you want to get some exposure to in your cash games and i love stacking this one up in tournaments definitely a big fan of this Uh, i want to target ian kennedy i like targeting ian kennedy i'm going to continue to uh Pittsburgh Pirates St. Louis Cardinals is an eight total Jamison Tyon versus Miles Mikolas and uh Miles Mikolas is just a pretty talented pitcher overall uh Pirates don't strike out a ton Mikolas doesn't get a lot of strikeouts I expect Mikolas just pitch an efficient game but not a ton of DFS upside so stay away from him just because of that and stay away from the Tiger uh the Pirates offense no need to look at that but Jamison Tyon I kind of like him a little bit mainly because of the price not on FanDuel don't like that price but it's DraftKings is where it's interesting and, and fantasy draft 6.8k on draft Kings fantasy draft 13.9k just a really nice price tag against an offense in the cardinals that are really right-handed heavy uh you know the right-handers that that's the thing whenever i see the the cardinals i know they're like a good offense and i don't love to pick on them a ton but if i can get like a discount on a guy like just a, a good bargain against the Car- uh, cardinals i kind of start to get interested in them and especially on a pitcher like tyon i mean the exits at 3.77 uh he's definitely done very well against righties overall he's had his struggles against lefties with uh, 0.360 uh woba against lefties but he's kept the hard contact down to only 30 percent. i mean it, it's it's not ideal but uh you know just he's been so good against right he's a hard contact at 16.9 percent the iso is at 1.23 having a 27.2 k percentage against righties against lefties only a 16.8 so his struggles have been against lefties but what lefties are you scared of sure you're scared of matt carpenter uh he's definitely one to worry about but I mean, there's a lot of righties in this lineup. You could see possibly only two lefties in there. Uh, that could be great for Tyon. I like him as an interesting tournament option. Uh, don't mind him in cash. Don't know if you have to go that cheap. It's interesting, but I'm not in. You know, I'm not in love with that. It's one of those things. I think it's going to take the day for me to talk myself uh, onto officially. But because uh, again, I like I like safe. Uh, you know, easy uh, pitching options that just kind of work, right? But uh, it's definitely not one of those days. You're going to have to uh, dig deep on some things and maybe take some chances on some guys I, I like kind of taking a chance on tie on here today and that means no interest in the bats in this game kind of just uh maybe matt carpenter is a one-off and that's it that's kind of where i would put it but no one else no bats in this game we can move on to the next one 
This is the game of the slate. Uh, it always is the game of the slate, right? 11 and a half total. Los Angeles Dodgers, Colorado Rockies. We got call up Dennis Santana, who looks like a pretty good pitcher. Wish we didn't have him in cores, but uh, what are you going to do? Uh, nothing you can do about that. Got the call up for his first game. And then you got Tyler Anderson on the opposite side. 11 and a half total. Definitely want to get exposure to this one. I mean, it's cores. You know, just load up. Find ways to get exposure to this game. Instead of telling you who's just a good play and a good matchup, I'll just tell you kind of site-wise. Uh, it's better to just say, you know, point out the values and guys that you kind of want to look at, I think. Instead, like, it, let's do Fandle first. Uh, DJ LeMay, who he's only 3K, he's probably coming back from the deal. That's a nice price. David Dahl, like him at 3.4. Uh, and if you want to pay out for Blackman or Arenado, you go the Blackman route uh, if you can only pick one. And uh, it's it's going to be tough to get in uh, the rest of them, right? Dahl and LeMay, who are like the two values that you might want to jam in your cash or uh, get some exposure to in your tournaments uh, as well. And then on the Dodgers side uh, on Fandle, you got... Matt Kemp at 3.6. Don't hate that. He's been hitting the ball well. I mean, Enrique Hernandez, if he gets a nice uh, lineup spot at 3K, I think you have to like that a lot. That's going to be a really nice price. I mean, Puig at 3.1. There's definitely some good spots here for these guys. You got uh, Forsyth at 3K, Barnes at at 3K as well. Let me see what... Hold on, let me see what Grandal is. He's 3.7. Uh, yeah, they don't look, doesn't look like he's going to be in the lineup, but you never know. Uh, but uh, I, I like kind of getting these cheap guys, maybe get some exposure to them. And if you want to stack them up, stack them up whichever way you want. Uh, it's course Field. Make sure to get exposure. Uh, don't miss out. And Justin Turner, he's 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 the best bat on the Dodgers, but you have to pay for him, 4.1K. But he's the best bat here against Tyler Anderson, in my opinion. Let's, uh, let's talk DraftKings now, see what price tags we have. Rike Hernandez, 3.9K. Kemp, 4.4. Turner at 4.6 is a really nice value on DraftKings. Uh, that's the guy we probably want to get. So uh, I like that price over there. He's definitely someone I would look to be getting exposure to on this slate. DJ LeMay, who's 4.4 on DraftKings, so you're not getting really the discount you wanted. Dahl's at 4.4, not what you were getting on, but I still like that price. Still think we can get exposure to it. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez at 3.9 is interesting. Uh, DraftKings made it a little tougher for you. And Ian Desmond, 3.7, and Ionetta, 3.4. Could definitely be uh, interesting price tags as well. Blackman and Arnott are pretty priced up, but uh, if you're able to make it work, sure. I obviously like them. And let's see Fantasy Draft, see what they have here on theirs. Uh, you know, there's a similar DraftKings normally. Uh, yeah, Enrique Hernandez is the cheaper option. Kemp's got a decent price tag. Uh, Puig is pretty priced up over there, though. Uh, yeah, nothing crazy there. On the Rockies side, you got LeMahieu at 8.1K and Dahl at 8.2. Those are great values to look at. Even even Cargo at uh, 7.2, so those are really good values. And then maybe if you fill that with Blackman, right? That could be like a nice four-man stack that you do. And, uh, you know, you could throw an INET at 6.72 to pull, pull out the five if you want. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, pretty good price tags all around the industry. I think we're going to be able to get some exposure to it. Uh, for the most part so make sure to jam those guys in and get exposure to them and uh, if you want to fade him sure go for it in tournaments but cash games i don't think you want to fade him Miami Marlins, Arizona Diamondbacks. We got a nine-run total here, and uh, we got Eliza Hernandez going up against Clay Buckholz. And uh, sure, the humidor is there, but I do think runs will be given up here. Uh, if you look on the Marlins side first, like again, I'm not playing any of these pitchers, but on the Marlins side of the ball for the bats, I like the lefties. Give me Dietrich, give me Bohr. Like those options as uh, interesting guys. You can do as a mini stack or a one-off. Uh, but I like Bohr a lot, uh, especially on fantasy draft at that 6.8k. Like that price. Uh, DraftKings, I'm sure the price is still great. Yep, 3.2. And then FanDuel's probably a little not as great. Uh, 3.1. It's not terrible, but preferred on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft instead. 
on the Diamondback side of the ball. I like targeting Eliza Hernandez here, like Jared Dyson, uh, or Jared Dyson. He should be a really good play as like a nice value throughout the industry. I like him a little bit. Jake Lamb, too. Uh, I want to get, get exposure to these lefties here. Uh, I wonder if Goldschmidt still is a good price everywhere. Uh, it's gone up a little bit, which is unfortunate, but uh, finished draft at 8.5K. I kind of like that a little. Uh, wouldn't overlook that completely. I like him more against lefties, but I still think if you're doing an Arizona stack, I wouldn't want to leave him off. Descalso, too. I like his price. I mean, Baralt's got a decent price. There's some decent price tags on these Diamondbacks, so uh, don't overlook these guys. I know the Humanor is there, but uh, yeah, I think we want to get some exposure to this Diamondbacks offense against the Marlins. Let's go on next one: Texas Rangers, Los Angeles Angels, and man, it's it's Bartolo Colon, and it, it feels like a great spot to target the Angels. But I don't know. Vegas isn't as bullish on them with a 4.64 run total. It's probably because partially of the stadium. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like the right slate to do it. I'm normally typically someone that wants to stack up the Angels, but I just think it's a slate where we could find a way to stay away from it. You know, sure, you can take some guys as one-off from home runs, but uh, I don't know. I just think it's a game where... I don't want to do it, but it, they're going to be so on their own in tournaments. Uh, it's a big slate, but I'm just not going to end up playing the Angels today. It's unfortunate, but I probably won't get too much exposure to them. Uh, if I'm playing some low-dollar stuff, maybe I'll get some exposure, but I don't know. Uh, probably a game I'm really just not going to get too much, uh, have too much interest in. And then on the opposite side, like, yeah, Berea going against the Rangers. And uh, if you need a cheap option, I wouldn't hate Berea just because the Rangers strike out a ton. Sure, uh, it could obviously blow up in your face, but in tournaments, I think it could be an interesting cheap pitcher if you really need it. Let's go to the next game. Cincinnati Reds, San Diego Padres. we got Tyler Malley going against Walker Lockett. And this is a cheap option I think you have to like. You have to look to get exposure to. I mean, Tyler Malley is a guy that he has strikeout upside. He can uh, pitch in good spots. But Padres, they struggled against uh, right-handed pitching a ton this year. I do think we have to start, like, kind of looking to see what lineup the Padres are, look, are putting out there. They're starting to put out way better lineups. And this team is getting better. Uh, it's not not a team that's good yet but they've got young kids that are getting there right i think this is going to be a team once we hit august and uh once we hit august and get them out of this park at times and uh you know once we hit september i do think they're going to be a lot better and just like playing better baseball so uh you know all those young guys just have to get some experience so we'll see uh but i think this is an interesting spot it's dfs uh you know we're going by daily and uh tyler malley i think is an interesting option to look at as a cheap pitcher i think you could consider in cash uh on two pitcher sites but uh i don't want to go uh you know i don't want to go too overboard with it uh tournaments though for sure i like him a lot walter walker lockett is up next i don't know a ton about walker lockett but you know have the fan graphs up and he's never had i mean the most he had which was uh you know a 25.5 k percentage but other than that it's i mean mainly in the low 20s sure it's the reds and they can strike out a ton but I don't know. I'm obviously not. I don't think I'm the one to get this expert opinion on Walker Lockett. Uh, you know, the K for nine. It's just, I wish it was a little better. Uh, I don't know. I think he's, sure, I like targeting the Reds normally. I think there's always upside against them because they can strike out a ton. But uh, I think trying to go to an avenue to, you know, get information from like a Derek Carty or one of the guys that like knows like the scouts better is a better route. Like, sure, digging into the fan grass, which, I, you know, I've looked into it a little bit. But uh, I don't know. Uh, it just doesn't seem like that great of a pitcher from what I'm looking at and i know it's the reds but i don't know i just think i'd rather play uh tyler malley instead uh so yeah no i don't think we need to go the walker locket route today uh, i think it's a fine option to uh just kind of stay away from uh just not one of the cheap pitchers i want to consider 
let's go to the next game. Sergio Romo against Mike Leak, and uh, there is some value I think in uh, looking at the Rays. I'm not want to tar- I don't like targeting Seattle a ton, but uh, you know if you want to look at like whoever the back end pitcher is going to be, uh, it's not going to be Yarborough. I think he pitched yesterday, so it, I forget who's next in line. It might be Pruitt. Uh, no, it wouldn't be Pruitt. I forget who the guy is. Uh, man, I'm blanking right now. Which guy it is? Hang on one second. Let me pull this up. I say I I don't know who it is. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. I'm trying. I can't remember who was that guy that pitched right after Yarbrough, but I'm assuming it would be him. Uh, that would make the most sense. But I don't really want to target the Seattle bat, so I kind of don't know why I'm talking about this. Uh, I think it's something to look for in good matchups, but I just don't think this is a good matchup to do it. So uh, yeah, I don't think it's 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 the right play today. So I'm gonna stay away from it. No need to worry about that on this slate. Uh, and I just think this is a good cross-off game. Uh, Mike Leake, sure, he can get blown up at times, but he can pitch efficiently. And I just don't want to play this game. So I haven't had many cross-off games so far, and I like to try and find some cross-off games. So we're crossing this one off. I just don't really want to play anyone in this game. I really have no interest. So uh, maybe Brad Miller at the top on Fandle because he's 2.5K, but... Uh, if he was like 2.2, I'd have more interest. I think that uh, there's better guys at that price that I'd rather consider. So eh, let's just cross the game off, guys. Uh, so yeah, uh, next game, last game of the slate, Philadelphia Phillies, San Francisco Giants. Uh, this is an eight total. We got Nicholas Pavetta against Chris Ratton. And uh, I have some interest here in uh, Pavetta. Uh, there's just upside here against the Giants. They strike out a ton. I think he's in cash game consideration. I think he's a, a great tournament play. I like Pavetta a lot. Uh, no interest in the bats in this Giants stadium. Uh, I will pass. Uh, sure stratton he's had his you know he's had a good moment he's had his bad moments this year but the phillies offense hasn't been the greatest i just don't think we need to target any bats in the stadium i never stack any teams up in the stadium i'm not starting now uh i like pavetta a lot here uh i'm gonna get get exposure to him think he's a really 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 good uh you know tournament play and then a good cash game option to consider he's in the player pool uh might find his way out but i like him i think he's in the in the conversation but that wraps up the slate. Let's uh, let's talk about the stack of the day. Uh, I do this on the weekend grind uh, with when I have people on, so uh, people like to hear it too. They sometimes when I don't talk about it on the daily fantasy fix, they say, "Hey, what's the stack of the day?" So uh, let me give you what my stack of the day is here. And uh, it's tough, right? Fifteen games late, a lot to go to. There's the obvious Yankees one you can go to. They're gonna have a good one. There's the core stack. We don't really talk about the core stack when we do the stack of the day though, because hey, it's obvious. I'm gonna give you the Oakland A's. That's the one I'm liking the most. Ian Kennedy has definitely had his issues, right? Like I said, I love attacking fly ball pitchers. That's my one of my favorite things to do. When I see a fly ball guy, I want to get exposure against them. Uh, sure, uh, let's see, 2018. So sure, it's not as great as I thought it was gonna be. At least the XFIP, right? 4.25. Uh, it's definitely a better exit than I was expecting. Uh, the fly ball rate, though, definitely had his issues. Uh, the hard contact against lefties, 42.3%. Against uh, righties, 38.5%. I mean, the ISO is at 214. Two, uh, 181 for the lefties. Uh, righties with the 214. Woba, 364. Lefties, 339. I mean, this is definitely one to look to target. Like, he's had his issues. The exit velocity, too, against lefties is at 90.4. Uh, the average exit velocity against righties is 87.5. I mean, I, I want to get exposure to, to this uh, A's offense. Uh, they're very boom-bust. Sure, they can have their issues, but I think that this is a
right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If cancel early, remaining amounts due. Unlimited basic after 630 20 Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto-pay data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills. If cancel early, remaining amounts due. Unlimited basic after 630 20 Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto-pay data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply.